Welcome everybody to podcast today for August 3rd, 2016. The G1 Climax is in full swing. We have just come out of, I believe, night 11. It's hard to keep track. There are so many G1 nights that really there's just too many. Yeah, night 11 was this morning over here or last night in Japan or yesterday in Japan. Time travel. Yeah, it would be the fourth at this stage in Japan. So technically yesterday in Japanese time. And I figured, you know, we're a little over halfway through the tournament, I'd, I'd update some of my thoughts. I've seen as far as night 10. I haven't seen this morning show, but I've seen all through night 10. I am keeping up. I made my commitment before the G1 to watch every single tournament match. I'm not watching the tag team matches because, well, they're never that good. Well, they're always fine. They're never bad, but they're usually... Here's a little teaser of what you're going to get in the singles matches coming up on the next show, and that's about it. That's what the those matches are there to do and they're fine that's taken night off understandably and everything passes by without much incident like i reviewed uh night nine for voices of wrestling and i did watch those tag matches and i'm like i have nothing to say about this so i'm just not going to say anything at all it's it's been a solid tournament you see the the problem is that the tournaments of g1 past have set such an impossibly high standard that you know a good tournament doesn't really meet those standards and people are like oh it's crap and it's not crap well i don't think anyone's saying it's crap either and if they are they're probably too busy pushing narratives rather than actually you know enjoying things but it's it has felt sluggish it, it felt a little tough to, to watch. And, you know, the, the wrestling's been good. There's been a lot of good wrestling. I have my stars with a Z up in front of me because I'm not one of these people who hate star ratings. And, you know, there's a, a fair few four-star-plus matches, a bunch of three and three-quarters. Undeniably, I'm, I'm really happy to see, too, Yoshihashi has been pretty much the star of the tournament. He's been so good. You see, him and Tamatonga are the two that came into this tournament with, you know, a lot to gain. They are in a big singles-match environment over and over again for probably the first time really in their careers or at least in New Japan. So there was, there was a burden on them to impress. There was a burden on them to perform because if you can't make it during a G1 tour when you're wrestling, I don't know, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Okada on Tamatonga's side and Kenny Omega and Evil on, on the Yoshihashi side, which are both of the matches in which Yoshihashi delivered in particular, you know, you might as well give up. <laughs> you're just not going to cut it. But Yoshihashi has really delivered. He's really... He's, he's fresh. I think that's that's why he works. He's he's a new face. He's he's you can root for him. I'm tired of Tamaki Hanma. He's on the opposite side of that. Hanma has proven himself a one-trick pony. He's just like I don't know. His matches are boring. There's only so many times you can watch a guy miss a headbutt before you're like, all right, we get it. You miss the headbutt a lot. It's like do different things. People say you know that it's he's he's not as good because he's winning and people don't have that same investment. I don't think so. I just think he's a one-trick pony. Boo on Tamaki Hanma. I'm booing him as opposed to th uh, Yoshihashi. Thumbs up. And of course, I just mentioned him. Tamatonga is the other person, and he's he's started slow. He wrestled Togi Magami and Hiroshi Tenzan in his first two matches, and those were never going to be his matches. Those were never going to be the matches that people were like Tamatonga. He's our guy. He's 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 really delivering. It was the Tanahashi matches and the Okada matches, two of which were they were good. They weren't bad. They were just kind of like yeah, okay. They've kind of come and gone. I've kind of forgotten them already. Whereas right after that. Tamatonga started really coming into the tournament. You know, he had a really good match with Ishii, and by all accounts, by reviews I've read, he had a very good match with Haruki Goto this morning. So, you know, he's, he's easing his way in, but he's finding his feet. The Noah guys have acquitted themselves quite well. Nakajima hasn't quite hit the heights. Him and the Shibata was great, and him and Nagata was really good. But uh, other than that, whereas I'm pretty sure 
every Marafuji match has basically been the best version of that Marafuji match it could have been. You know, he, he wrestled the likes of Fale and he wrestled likes of Tenzan and they, they were as good as him wrestling Fale and Tenzan were going to be, which is pretty much all you can ask for. Him against Ishii was great. You know, him against Maccabee was what it was going to be. And apparently him against Sonata was really good this morning as well. When I'll watch that probably, probably later tonight, maybe tomorrow. Depends on my mood. I might just watch some old TNA instead. But yeah, the, the tournament... It's, it has lower highs and higher lows. It's kind of gravitating toward the middle. Everything kind of moving toward the center a little. But the biggest disappointment is that Tenzan story, which was he wasn't initially in the tournament and he took his tag team partner Satoshi Kojima's place in the tournament. But that, that kind of has gone nowhere. There was the first night where he had this big stirring huge match with Ishii and he won. And then it, it seemed like they were setting up the miracle run or at least him being a factor in the block. But that hasn't really been the case. At the very least, I would have liked to see him take up the kind of role Togi Makabe has taken up so far in the tournament. Like, Makabe has eight points, four wins, as opposed to Tenjan, who only has four points, two wins at the moment. Which, I, I would have flipped that, just so... Going into the final days of the block, Tenzan is at least a player. It's a shame that, you know, he's already out. He's been knocked out. He's eliminated. He is no longer a factor in this tournament, which is a shame. But yeah, it's been a good tournament. Occasionally great. There's still some very good stuff to come, which I, I would be quite looking forward to. I don't know. When you think about most of the matches in this tournament so far, I don't think there's many that you could say have dramatically under-delivered. There's, there's some stuff with Shibata that I think didn't quite hit the highs and I think Hanma in particular hasn't carried his weight. And Gato to an extent, but Gato will always deliver you good efforts. But he's aimless and doing nothing these days. And that kind of comes through in his work. When you have no purpose in a story sense, that kind of bleeds through into your work. It just makes you feel aimless. But for the most part, most of the matches have been pretty much as you'd expect them to be. Some even better than you'd expect them to be. So yeah, it's been a good tournament. And there's still some good stuff to come. You can listen to new episodes of Podcast Today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes for new episodes of Podcast Today and The Weekend Show. You can subscribe on YouTube or follow me on Twitter at Garrett Kidney, G-A-O-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening and bye-bye.